Welcome to Inside the Media Minds. This is your host, Christine Blake. This show features in-depth interviews with tech reporters who share everything from their biggest pet peeves to their favorite stories. From our studio at W2 Communications, let's go Inside the Media Minds. Hey everyone, this is Christine Blake, the host of Inside the Media Minds, and this is actually our first episode of 2020. So um, we are here with the hosts uh, and creators of Decrypted Podcast, um, Jacob Basida and Dayton Williams. Welcome in our studio. Thank you so much for having us here. Now, now you put us in a place of honor as being the first episode of 2020. I know. I was right. really, really high expectations for us for your Jacob, so we really don't want to mess anything up. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. That's true. That's true. High, uh, high expectations here. So, um, decrypted. Um, cybersecurity podcast. So you guys record podcasts for the everyday person. So you're, and from what I understand, your goal is really educate the public on cybersecurity issues that face everyone today. Um, I know you've had over 20 episodes now. Um, how did you get this, the idea to create a podcast like this? Well, education-wise, uh, I've always been a big fan. Uh, my parent, uh, my mother is a teacher, so I guess there's always been a desire to... Right. My mom's a teacher, too, actually. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so we both kind of had that pull to always want to, you know, educate people. Um, I'd say that's a big inspiration, but, you know, both of us are in the field of cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Both of us really began to realize just how difficult it is to understand the field for the everyday person, and, you know, with how the news covers it, it really feels easy to get lost by, like, the nitty-grittiness. Things get very technical very mm-hmm. fast, and a lot of people don't like to use language that an everyday person can understand. So we were trying to find a sort of a niche where we could, you know, help the average person you know, learn about this new technology that's becoming part and parcel of their everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and there are instances of of major things in the news that are that are cyber related that are happening more and more and more, and the public discourse on them hasn't matured as much as we would hope, mm-hmm. right? So I think together we've we've tried to to broach a lot of topics with different experts on various subjects to get people up to speed and to get people on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. You definitely, uh, we definitely need to elevate the discourse beyond, um, you know, like watching a heist movie on like, right. what hacking is or what cybersecurity is. Yeah, uh, the unfortunate reality is a lot of the 24 news, you know, cycle doesn't, you know, adequately go into right. the implications of technology. You know, while, while we could easily talk about the technical underpinnings of certain breaches, we don't usually focus on that. We focus instead on like the human elements, the societal elements, mm-hmm. things that the, you know, things that you as a person are going to want to know about and right. understand. That makes sense. Yeah. So how do you pick the guests for your show? Like what type of guests have you had to? I mean, we've had a huge diversity of guests from salespeople to, you know, security architecture specialists uh-huh. to lawyers to um, like privacy experts to AI experts. We've had a very broad base of incredibly interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we even had some hackers from Defcon itself when we uh, right. went there live to the floor. Yeah, yeah, of course. They were they went they they didn't give us our, their real names, but that's <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. that's cool. So you recorded from DEFCON? Yeah, we did. We did a live episode from DEFCON. Oh, neat. I walked around having to harass <laughs> random people seeing if they wanted to talk, which took a while, actually. You'd be surprised. I, yeah, I, I'm actually not surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that did take a little bit of effort. Yeah, it's all right. That, it, was a, it, it was a nice episode sort of peeling back the veil of the identity of what a hacker is. And, you know, you kind of see mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit more they're, they're real masculine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I think as far as like finding guests, uh, we originally had a lot of difficulty in finding guests mm-hmm. uh, as we're a relatively young podcast. And if you email cybersecurity specialists like with links to be like, hey, check out our thing and talk to us about your job, that 
the audience is like, well, okay, this is definitely like phishing attempt. This is definitely a scam. Yeah, yeah. Our guests are naturally yeah. suspicious of us right, immediately. Right. You're, you're trying you're trying to get uh, suspicious people to talk to you about right. what, they, what they are. There's not a big culture Ask of sharing. Ask questions. It's like, oh. Right. Yeah. There's definitely not a big culture of sharing in the cybersecurity world. Yeah, um, but what we look for in guests, I would say, are people that are able to tell some degree of a story with uh-huh. the product, I would say, with whatever you know technology that we're talking about. We're not looking for someone who's just going to describe patches or anything like that. Sure. We're, we're looking for people who can connect to the human elements. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, your everyday person, like, you know, is not going to really care or know much about a patch or know why it should impact them or anything like that. So I guess what have some of your, um, your you know, latest episodes been about topic-wise? Well, one of our episodes, uh, I guess I would say it's a very like popular t- sort of topic, was on uh, dating security, where we talk about the unknown sort of vulnerabilities and privacy implications of dating apps. Okay. Uh, what sort of information you are spreading and possibly storing on other people's phones that you might not realize. But just like a, an idea of that. And we also go over a little bit of like the history of early dating apps and how they lacked like fundamental aspects of security. Right. So I think we try to find technology that people can really connect to, you mm-hmm. know, um, as much as I think we would love to talk about, as you said, like the intricacies of of patching and whatnot. It's not it's not sexy. You know, people mm-hmm. don't want to listen to that kind of thing uh, unless we find the story and we find something that people can connect with. Yeah, um, so and as like a gateway to, to understand more. Oh, totally. Uh, I'd say some of, some of our more uh, some of our other episodes that are in the works. We have a episode talking about communication in cybersecurity with okay. with uh, Tom here, who from yeah, W2. Absolutely. Uh, but we also have uh, another episode coming shortly after where we're going to be talking about the security implications of AI, and that's not just like cybersecurity. That's talking about security from like an economic standpoint, mm-hmm. from its implications to society. It's going to be a pretty fun episode. You know? Yeah, definitely. We're really excited about. It. Yeah, no, that that sounds really cool, um, and it's interesting because you know both of you come from a cybersecurity background, like you're cybersecurity professionals, and you're taking this journalistic approach to talking about it, which I, I think is really unique. And it, I mean, it really you really have a lot to offer in, in that realm. Um, I guess what have you learned doing it, almost from like that journalism perspective? Because both being very technical, right? Like, how has that been for you, learning the journalistic way? Well, I would say the first thing is understanding the interconnectedness of the field. Mm-hmm. With uh, the first episode, I think it really frames this thought really well about how cybersecurity is not a field in isolation, technology is not a field in isolation. And it really drives home this fact when you stop looking at it from like a technical standpoint, you know, from a computer science degree standpoint of, of following this career, and you start looking at it as an implication standpoint, from a risk standpoint. So when you're having to talk about technology in the news, you can't just talk about tech, you have to expand outwards. So I guess it's broadened our sort of horizons about mm-hmm. um, how this impacts so many different areas. Right. And I think going off of that, something that I think I've learned from a journalistic perspective is that everyone we interview and every topic that we have uh, comes with it a lens that we can look at a particular issue, right? Um, having you know, having someone who does app development in one episode and having someone who does privacy implications in another episode have very different perspectives mm-hmm. on what arguably is the same technology. Um, so I think 
in doing research, we do a lot of go to copious amounts of research for the episode to prepare questions and to be able to be knowledgeable on the subject going into our interviews with uh, our guests mm-hmm. um, has brought a lot of value, I think, from, from us because we're learning just as much as the audience is. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're not experts in every single subject. Not, by, not by at all. <laughs> I would say also one last aspect of it that I think that we've learned a lot is the sort of uh, our voice. It's something I think we're discovering as we continue to develop the podcast. I think on the earlier episodes, it's a lot more sterile. Sure. Uh, you know, we're more academic in, I guess, how we're presenting things. But uh, as we've progressed, I feel like, you know, Dayton and I, we joke more. We talk a little bit more openly, I think. And I think that's to the benefit. A little more of casual. The, yeah, I think it's to the benefit yeah, of the yeah. podcast as a, as a whole. Right, right. Yeah, I think one of the things people look for when they listen to podcasts is like almost like you're in a room with people having a conversation. Like it's a little bit more laid back. It's less mm-hmm. like inner Q&A style, right? 60 minutes, like a little bit different. Um, so then that also brings me to my other question. I guess I'm I'm just curious, who has been a memorable guest for you or one of your, you know, one of your, you know, favorite podcasts that stands out among the others? So... <laughs> They're smiling. Oh, no. <laughs> There's you, a story. You, you put me at you put me in a difficult situation of having of having me say a hard name now because uh, okay. it's been a while. You don't want to get any names wrong. I think yeah. that's why we're both simultaneously sure. opening our podcast apps to <laughs> our feed to sure. see. Um, I, I, I I'm personally fond of the first the first guest. This is unfortunate for Dayton, right, right. but one of the episodes he isn't in because Dayton joined uh, a couple episodes into the podcast after I realized I probably shouldn't just be talking myself. It would benefit <laughs> from bouncing a conversation off of someone. But the first guest that I had is uh, uh, Professor Paul Rosenzweig. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a he's a lawyer and he helped sort of define cybersecurity. And while that sounds like a fairly sterile episode, I think it's actually quite foundational to the field and how. Mm-hmm. The definition of cybersecurity is incredibly malleable and almost, it, it, you know, it's almost useless, but it has its utility in certain certain circumstances. You can kind of mm-hmm. bend it to your purposes, and that's kind of a problem and a benefit of it. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite guest uh, was actually one of the interviews that I conducted by myself without Jacob. Oh, wow. Uh, There's a trend uh, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I think, I think we like it when the other person's not around, uh, <laughs> which maybe that's something we should think about going forward. But um, I interviewed one of uh, a, a professor and senior fellow at the Watson Institute at Brown University. Okay. Um, his name is uh, Timothy Edgar. And he spoke at length about Cambridge Analytica oh, wow. and the implications of, of Facebook and large mm. social media companies as as deliverers of misinformation or deliverers of, of manipulation of, of democracy. Um, and that is a very heady and interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked that yeah. episode. Actually, it was yeah. uh, it was good for the context of it because mm-hmm. it, it was time. it was one of the times when we like got it. Uh, yeah, right. Right, right as it was going, right it was, great. It was really breaking. Yeah, and the awesome. same thing I think when we did our GDPR episode. Yeah, um, which is. Uh, general Directive of Policy Regulation? No, it's the Global global Data uh, Privacy Acronyms. Are, acronyms are fun. When you live in D.C., acronyms <laughs> yeah. are fun. GDPR, it's a big data law that yeah, we yeah. passed, and we got to speak to some incredibly knowledgeable people mm-hmm. about that subject as well. Um, so a lot of times we kind of chase the headlines, uh, sure. and it takes us a little bit of time to find a guest and to create afterwards, but sometimes we get really lucky and we get a, a knowledgeable guest right when it yeah. news breaks. That's always a difficulty. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. There's so much happening. Like every day, I mean, we live in the news cycles here, and there's so much happening every day with different types of mm-hmm. cyber attacks or just from privacy to AI to everything in between. So how do you go about finding your guests? Or I guess, for example, too, like 
if somebody wanted to be a guest, like again, our audience here inside the Media Minds is a lot of um, <clears throat> communications professionals. Mm -hmm. If someone had a recommendation for a guest, how would that um, process look? What would it look, look like? Well, if somebody wanted to recommend a guest, they're always free to reach out to us on social media or to hit us up at our email at decryptedpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, um, and that's decrypted with DC. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's almost like DC encrypted. It's cryptid. almost like DC encrypted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to say how to say it exactly in audible. It works better as a uh, well, well, ironically, 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 because we're a podcast, we would think we would have. An audio pun, but yes, that's true. <laughs> right, we're learning. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good pun for the for the moment. It's yeah, a DC yeah. based podcast enough. about cybersecurity. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But all of your guests aren't in DC, right? Not every guest is from DC. Yeah, we've had people from uh, yeah. from California, for instance. Sure, right. but definitely the majority are from DC. Mm -hmm. And I think we're, at our heart, we're a DC based podcast. Makes sense. Yeah. But to your question about like finding guests, yeah. as Jacob said, we're very open to anyone who approaches us and wants to be in the show. Mm -hmm. um, we also do a fair bit of networking, and we just talk to people, and you know, we'll go to uh, different things respective of our careers and where we're going, and drop the fact that oh yeah, by the way, this you seem really interesting. I would love to have you and talk to you about X, Y, and Z. Which is, yeah. I mean, one is the Cyber Tacos itself, which yeah. was a great mixer for mm -hmm. that you guys helped run. But uh, you know, there's other times great schmoozing opportunities like the Privacy and Security Conference. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that. Yeah, exactly. DC Cyber Week has a lot of DC events. DC Cyber too, Week, so. fantastic. Most certainly, and, and DC is such a uh, networking kind of city that it's the best way to really mm -hmm. reach people. Uh, because as we said earlier, if you can't cold call email people because they won't respond. Oh, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it would be a lot harder, I think, for us to run this podcast if we weren't living in D.C. Just, unfortunately, just the, our connections here are just very good. Yeah, it's the accessibility of people here. Is exactly. Yeah. And I think the, the enthusiasm of people wanting to talk. Mm -hmm. um, once you get someone in person and you say, I, you know, you're doing this research or you're working at this, this company or you're working at this um, agency and they have the opportunity to say something, they usually mm -hmm. want to. Right? Yeah. So what is your plan for Decrypted like moving forward? I know you guys do episodes every two weeks. You release something. You know, where? How are you looking to expand? How are you looking to grow this thing even more? It's a really excellent question. I think our biggest thing is just gaining more listeners at the moment. But, yeah. um, you know, eventually we would like to do uh, more events related to, like, the D.C. community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've considered, like, doing a sort of, like, publicity event, like, on, on, like, a school campus demonstrating sort of security vulnerabilities that you're not expecting just from, like, passing by the booth. Mm -hmm. uh, but other things that we're interested in... Um, you know, there's the Cyber Impact Awards that you guys are helping to organize. We're hoping to get involved with that. But, um, you know, we're, we're hoping to have more of a presence at conventions. I think that's one of our big, yeah. you know, our big deals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you have a really, you know, valuable, you know, message and, you know, theme to offer, like just really explaining things. And I think, you know, the more people hear about them, more they'll be interested in hearing your episodes, too. Yeah, I, th I think the ideal state is we want to have a, enough corpus of episodes where um, we can be a resource not just for, for casual listeners, but for, for students and yeah, you know, people definitely. learning and trying to get into the field as well, right? Yeah. To the point where if someone hears about a data breach involving some kind of technology, they can say, oh, I think there's a decrypted episode about that. Mm -hmm. and they can open mm -hmm. their feed, find it, and you know have some kind of open refresher where they can trust the information that's given to them. Our, our previous guest actually made a note of saying that when yeah. he uh, left, uh, he said that he would be using this episode to give to his class basically yeah. a summation of what the class is talking about. Yeah, right. So we're on right. a syllabus, man. We're going to be on a syllabus. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I mean, you can't go. beat that. <laughs> I think even like entry-level people in like any field related to security, whether it's communications or even like families who are like, what does my you know, family member do for <laughs> For a living, like I don't know, like you know, how to help explain it. Um, but that's that's really cool. 
Um, and one one of the questions I always ask our guests, and I mean, we've had a number of reporters on this show, is kind of about cybersecurity in general as an industry. So we've been doing this a couple of years now, and last year it was, you know, what is the headline of 2019 going to be? We hear a lot about election security. You know, now we have the geopolitical activity going on. So just from your perspective, like, as the first guest of 2020, what do you think 2020 has in store for us from a cybersecurity perspective? What do you think one of the biggest headlines will be? I think it'll be related to data integrity. Okay. And what I mean by that isn't like someone just hacking you. It's somebody hacking you and changing information without you even knowing that it's been changed. Or I think it's also related to things like deep fakes as well. Oh, I was going to say deep fakes. Yeah, sorry <laughs> to steal your thunder. But oh, yeah, the, the idea of integrity of information, I think, is going to be key right. in not just 2020, but I think maybe even the decade mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going to double down on deep fakes. I could have come up with something different, but I'm doubling down on deep fakes. Yeah, well, that, I mean, you know, it's related to fake news, disinformation campaigns, yeah. but the right. idea right. of your data actually having integrity is going to be, I think, challenged continuously. But yeah, I think exactly. that scares people the most in some ways. Like, yeah. people are really... And, and for our listeners who don't know what deep fakes are, uh, deep fakes are computer-assisted uh, transformations of videos, and it uses a machine learning algorithm feeding it information and videos of other people to input that that video into new videos, mm-hmm. right? Have you seen the, the famous one with... Um, Steve Buscemi? With Steve Buscemi, yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the... the, the uh, perfume ad, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, have you had an episode on this yet? Or are you planning to? I don't think we have an episode no, on deep, deep fakes. fakes. There's not many people who are experts in deep fakes. If, if someone's listening and who is an expert in deep fakes, yeah, please reach out to them. us. Definitely, we'll send them your way. That's cool. Um, and then let's see, I do always have listener questions that I ask people to send in. Um, I actually already asked one because I was curious about it, which was the favorite guest part. Um, you know what? I think I already asked a lot of these questions. That's all right. <laughs> oh, bummer. All right. um, Should we talk about our background a little bit? Yeah, go ahead and talk about your background. and how we got here? Sure. Would you yeah. like to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Dan's volunteering himself. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, I currently work at a cybersecurity startup in D.C. called GovReady, and we do cybersecurity compliance automation. Um, so it's a really fun job. Uh, and I met Jacob um, while I was in D.C. as a intern at the Cyber Caucus mm-hmm. in the House of Representatives a few years back. Um, and we forged a friendship that later germinated into a podcast. Perfect. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, so I work at a place called MITRE, which is a federally funded research development center, which is a fancy way of saying sort of like a government research lab. So like a like a contract is kind of owned by the government. It's, it's, yeah. I always have a struggle. Right, you're like if Booz Allen was was nationalized. <laughs> yeah, it's, I always struggle describing yeah. where I work. But uh, mm-hmm. I work with uh, artificial intelligence there at the moment. Um, take on different projects as time goes on. Uh, but you know, my background, my studies of you know my undergrad and masters was at uh, George Washington University, hoping to pursue a law degree, that sort mm-hmm. of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my undergraduate and masters is at Brown, Brown University. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And so, in your you know free time is when you do the podcast right and like kind of outside of your full-time positions yes okay it's uh difficult to sort of manage that and it puts a burden on our guests as well who have to sort of manage their job who have <laughs> right, to work right. long hours and then yeah. and manage our, our our job our bosses as yeah. well yeah. who have to say oh sorry we have a really long lunch break today <laughs> there's a lot of time management going on here oh yeah absolutely <laughs> Very cool. So with um, 22 episodes under your belt, I'm sure we'll be listening to, you know, all of the upcoming episodes this year. So where can um, people find you guys? Well, if you have a podcasting app, you're Mm -hmm. always able to find it by just 
uh, searching DC Cryptid uh, or Decrypted, however you prefer <laughs> to. Yeah. We're need to figure that not, one out. Not, not, not the Bloomberg one. <laughs> not the Bloomberg one. No. That's an easy caveat. There's no E. There's no E. There's no E in Decrypted. There's no E. In Except decrypted. the one at the end. Of course. Oh. <laughs> easy. There's only the second E. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, but yes, if you have a podcast app, that's always good. Uh, you know, there's a podcast app on the iPhone. That's great to use it. Um, I don't know if we're accessible on Spotify, but, you know, we can always make sure that we are on that. Yeah. And you can always just find episodes at decryptedpodcast.com if you're interested in downloading them. Cool. Yeah. Well, again, I think that you offer a really interesting um, concept. And I know that a lot of people on our team tune into your podcast and hopefully a lot more will as well. And um, it's been really great to have you guys. Anything else that you want to talk about or promote? Or uh, I think we should talk about like decrypted support and where decrypted came from. We originally yeah. were founded because we got a grant from the National Science Foundation. Oh, great. Um, wow. To be able to, I think you can yes. more to that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So right. we're, we're supported in part by the Cybersecurity Policy Research Institute, which mm -hmm. has provided funding to acquire our equipment, to pay our editor, and just operating costs in general. So that was money yeah. that is from that's the National huge. Science Foundation that has come to us, and that's how we got our started, and that's how we continue to operate to this day. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. We're trying to be good stewards of that of that of that um, of that money of that money, right? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So have a really supportive backing there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for coming in today and to talk about Decrypted. It's been great to have you. Awesome. Thank, thank you so, so much for having us. Yeah. Absolutely. And for everyone listening, please go ahead and listen to their podcast. And we will catch you next time on Inside the Media Minds. This has been Christine Blake. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Inside the Media Minds. To learn more about our podcast and hear all of our episodes, please visit us at w2com.com slash podcast and follow us on Twitter at Media Mind Show. And you can subscribe anywhere podcasts are found. 